monsters go into public domain. But if you make right. a monsters movie, you keep the copyright. Yeah, mm-hmm. That makes okay. Some lesson. Did you see Black Dynamite film? I do. I love that movie, and I okay. I love the cartoon. And it, Black Dynamite did a like they did a retro black exploitation look and feel to the movie, right? Then right. you go see Starsky and Hutch. Like, it sh it should have had that. It, they should have taken us back to the seventies and taken us to that show. Did That's you see really... Huggy Bear? He was like a pimp guy, right? Huggy Bear in the original thing was a washed out loser heroin guy who they got information from on the street. These people never even watched Starsky and Hutch. Well, I mean, it was Snoop Dogg, wasn't it, in the movie? Uh, yeah. Played Huggy Bear, so it was kind of a stunt casting. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, Black Dynamite, one of the reasons that that movie works so well is that you can't tell where the parody ends and, and right. the actual movie begins. That's it's right. so on the nose. Yeah. Whereas, like, the Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, Starsky and Hutch was just, you know, irony on display. You know, it was, it was them to be in a 90-minute movie, and you laugh at it, and you don't right. really remember it, and like why call it starsky and hutch why not call it like police buddies you know well because you want to see your favorite show on this big screen you want the big screen adaption of of chips or or starsky and hutch yeah you know you do and that's why you know that's how they sell the tickets i'm just saying you can have that and really yeah. do starsky and hutch okay so what chuck norris has done is he's finally infiltrated himself into the terrorist thing and he's finally. now going to the octagon so right now they're at the duo duo con the bygone <laughs> he's got to step his way up he's at the couple con <laughs> yeah a couple con let bygones be bygones oh the bygones down that street this is the octagon <laughs> this is the octagon <laughs> not the bygone okay now this woman who we've seen throughout being a trainee, he's now realizing this isn't really sort of like a mercenary thing. These are really, they're training us to be terrorists and they don't, it's not just a job. They're killing people. Um, they're doing horrific. She wanted to be a mercenary like, you know, the Ecuadorian army hires, you know, 500 mercenaries to fight the rebels. He didn't want to like be the ones hijacking planes and killing diplomats, right? She well, is that's a rogue. That's the problem about those newspaper classified ads. It's bait and switch, right? It says yeah. be a mercenary. You're baited into be a mercenary, and they switch it, and you're a terrorist. Yep, that's right. That is what happens here. Even though you're making a joke of it, okay. Now you remember Kayo, who's the guy who's like all ninjaed out, and you can't see his face. Is he on the screen? I can't see him. That's oh, yeah, him. right, right. That's him, That's in, him? in real life. Um, Wearing a wig, right? I don't know. His name is Long Legs. Look at that hair. I wonder if he had a mask on. <laughs> he was embarrassed. <laughs> um, uh, as Kayo, he's completely mute and never mute and never speaks during out the. And he's still a better actor. When Richard Norton Longlegs was kicked in the groin by Chuck Norris, he grabs himself and, himself and yells, oh, shit. Norton said himself said that when he, when he was assisting on the set of the Blues Brothers, John Belushi said, when you get kicked in the ball, say, oh, shit. So that's why he does it here. Oh, a little Belushi in here. Okay, so let me turn yeah. up 
I want to hear the nuts being kicked. I can't seem to do it. There it is. Jeff Kemmer? <laughs> I'm sorry. He goes, I heard about ninjas. You got any ninjas? And he goes, I don't know what you're talking it's about. Too bad. Not necessarily. Because, like, you can't be a terrorist. Give us a little show. Let us see what you're supposed to be so good at. Oh, That's yeah. Doggo. I know. Doggo. Some other time. Oh, so the job interview, they have to fight? Well, no, that's just a special thing. Tells you. I'm gonna say, oh shit! You know what I mean? Oh, here we go. Oh shit! Shit! It's still so, not believable. If Belushi didn't walk this world, he would have never said, oh shit, in this scene. Gone too soon. Imagine what other advice Belushi would right. have given. That's right. When you fall off this cliff, I want you to say, oh fuck! Look, look into the camera before you look back into the window where the girls are undressing. Trust me. <laughs> Done. Look, wa Texas walking. Texas walking, that ranger. So what happened here now is, okay, she sees the name Scott James. He was pretending to be somebody else, but oh, they're no, on to him, and that's why they're like, no, we refuse you. You can't be a mercenary. Do they know he's the half-brother? Certain people do. Like this guy, Dra Doggo. He's one of like the... <laughs> he's equivalent to Sakura. He supplies terrorists and mercenaries for the terrorist groups. As one does. Doggo. It's all good fake, doggo. man. Nice this doggo. movie has more. nothing to... Good Doggo. Very nice Doggo. Good Doggo. Nice Doggo. Okay, now... AJ, they hear a car backfire, right? So oh. Justine is like, oh my God, I thought they were going to kill me. Let me pretend to get my composure back. She's trying to manipulate AJ. Gotcha. Are you having a ninja flashback, a, a flash ninja, ninja back? <laughs> Look how bad her acting is, man. But the thing is, she's supposed to be lying. So maybe her acting's really good. Yeah. Right? Right. No, I agree. It's com complicated. A lot of layers, like an onion. And look at AJ falling for it. Shh. Just hold me. Hold me. Don't let, don't let the hair touch. You guys are never going to unlock with that hair touching. Physical media, please. Here you go. He just bought some peanuts. Oh, goodness, if it isn't McCarn. <laughs> McCarn just pops out of nowhere. <laughs> Can't you see I'm trying to eat some peanuts? You ninja fucker! Back into things. You're not to ninja blame. Sneak. You have to fight your way up. That wit or wisdom? <laughs> How long has it been since you've been playing with those research groups? Well, the kind of research I do is not exactly play. <laughs> what a years <laughs> what I told a, you then. Is that a wit or a wisdom? This is more of the same. This is like, come on back to the game. Be a fighter again and try to help me take down these terrorists. Come on. The, I mean, the interior is beautiful. I guess it's a bit more, but look at that. It looks cool. Okay. I mean, they do more, good locations too. Right. Um, Griffith Park. Yep. Um, 
that was those like hillside car chase scenes. Uh, I told you about the octagon. It's the size of a football field. It's in Indian Dunes, Los Angeles. Um, no, I don't have it in front of me, but I... yeah, no, it's. I mean, like it's yeah. cool. It looks. Look at that background. How cool is that? Yeah. Well, see, this is this is what I was saying. Okay, before when it was being contrasted with just a drab L.A. street. He was supposed to be meeting in a seedy part of town, you know, getting interviewed for mercenaries. Maybe it's okay what the director did there, and it was a purposeful choice. I don't know. Right. Are they getting lunch? Is this the cafeteria line for mercenaries? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. Guys, can you stop fighting? Stop I'm fighting. Slop. I'm getting my slop first. Man, they really are love that slop. Now, here's that same guy who just said, oh, shit, when he got kicked in the balls. But a lot of people don't know who it is on set. Really? Despite the limping? <laughs> ah. Hassan, oh, he's got... ah! Those things are pretty badass. Oh, yeah. The trident? Yeah, the trident. Because look, you can use a sword trident combo. Yeah, this was the first uh, movie to have an octodent. <laughs> <laughs> Is it fun? Oh, the octomom. Remember the octomom? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's in the news. That's what they call it. Okay, now we're going to have like. New York City. Right. And it's going. This is really kind of accurate. It's like when you go up into one of those, it used to have like, um, there would be Hasidic Jewish people selling cameras or selling uh, furs or selling, right. this would be a real, it would be on the like fifth floor. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh, like in, um, God. like if you need to go buy a movie light, you would go to New York and go to the eighth floor of, you know, 57th street and it'd be a place like this. He's not Hasidic, though. My experience with those was, though. No, but it's like a shabby little office. I'm sorry, but there's crows outside the studio. It's killing me. I don't know if you've been hearing it. Hey, shut up, you! We're going to have... This episode's going to just have crows in the background. <laughs> okay, so somehow, we don't see it in our plot, but Chuck Norris finds out that this guy... Sakura. So he wants to know where Sakura is. And basically it's be a dead end. How many fur coats have I seen in this nineteen eighty movie? <laughs> they the um, worst fashion back then. Wait a second. I said New York, but we're in yeah. Los Angeles, of course. No, no, but the, the exterior was New York City. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> they they had like a, a street shot where you can clearly see like I think it says New York on one side. But, you know, I um, saw this film maybe, this is four or five. Wow. Because one of the times was extremely absent-mindedly. It was just running in the background. But um, I never thought to myself, I always knew that this was in New York, but I never realized, hey, wait a minute, this film's in Los Angeles. So they must have, I mean, it looked like a New York City exterior. But he's following the money. Let's hear it. Okay. Justice is for young men. He said, yes, Besides, I used to fund them, but... Terrorists are crazy. 
Mercenaries, I understand. But terrorists. But terrorists? Oh, sure, mercenaries. But terrorists? Ask Doggo. Oh, oh, mercenaries, sure. Ask the business Doggo. is big corporations. Big corporations don't nice concern Doggo. themselves with such details. Yeah, he's like, where is Sakura? Where? What country is his place in? And he goes, ask Doggo. I don't know. I gave the money. I know you don't like John Wick, but this has a this reminds you of the scene where John Wick goes into this jeweler and to to take his like bulletproof suit out of storage, and at the end the guy goes happy hunting Mr. Wick. <laughs> his bulletproof suit. All right, you know what? I'm just gonna have to force myself to watch them. Would you force yourself to watch the Clint Eastwood cowboy film? It's a date. Yeah, I will watch Pale Rider. I will watch the Outlaw Jesse. Watch uh, John Wick, and you'll watch John Wick. The fourth one's out. Oh, did I tell you my John Wick joke? Wait, wait, wait. Before you do, because this guy's going away for the rest of the film. I wish you would yeah. tell a joke. All okay. They don't okay. make him okay. tell a joke. I give up. I give up. Listen, Gwen, I got a problem for you. You need this. All right, that's it. He walks out of the whole film. Now, look, if you have a famous comedian, yeah. why not use his talent and do a few jokes? That's what you got, you got him for. You got Jack Carter on the say. Well, you know, maybe they want to do a serious role. You know, well, like they did. Uh, You're Casino. Right. Don Rickles played it straight. Comedians playing it straight is probably the best thing in a movie. Why? Why would you say that? They're comedians. They're I mentioned, I mentioned the movie The Informant with Matt Damon. Part of the reason why it's so funny is that they have like a lot of comedic actors and they all play it straight. So you'll go, oh, I know that guy. Why is he like dry? You know, and it's like Matt Damon is the goofy one in that movie. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. His brother has checked out this one spying on Scott James's file. You know, that's Chuck Norris. Right. Oh, Scott James is Chuck Norris? Scott James. Yeah, that's his name. God, what a comedian name. Yeah, this is the next guy. Scott James. Yeah. You got to be grateful you have a safe place to stay until your group can reform. Grateful? Great. Doggo just ordered me. Take a job in Egypt. You Good know it's in Egypt. A mouthful of dollars for him and the privilege of getting killed for me. Mouthful of dollars? Me. Give me that file. See, this is what I'm talking about at Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, yeah. I saw you in that new movie where you got your ass kicked over and over again. Hey, AR, did you ever get that file or did the woman kick your shit in? <laughs> I'm trying to eat Thanksgiving dinner. There's a file missing. Does anyone know anything about it? Nope. No, boss. Aaron, are you rolling on the floor laughing, or are you just rolling on the floor and paid from getting beat up by a woman? I am Hi trying God. to... Hi Hi That's fine. Oh, shit. Now oh. I know when I get kicked in the nuts, I'm going to say, oh, shit. Thank you, Belushi. Oh, three, 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 seven. What a great scene. Oh, Fuck. Chuck Norris opens the door. Yeah. Do uh, he's thinking, you see, with the whispering. Oh, ah, we missed get milk. Is there any milk in the house? Going on, 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 on. Why has Sakuro turned dark, 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 dark? Pick up milk, milk, Now, milk. here is the... Didn't you kick my brother's ass for a file? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to rib him on Thanksgiving about that. 
This is only because I'm afraid of you. What is that, a camera? It's ridiculous. You wanted to take this away from me. I couldn't stop you. Besides, besides what? Okay, now, she is another person trying to get Scott to fight the terrorists. But she's different. She's genuine. But oh. still, the answer is no. You know, this movie, it's not so long. It's a hour 45. Yeah, that is so long. That is so long. That is really long. Now, look, this is the guy who said he wasn't talking to Doggo. He's talking to him right now. He's still, he was lying about to Scott James. Doggo is the guy behind him? Doggo is the guy in front. No, the guy behind him was that fur trapper guy. Fur. Oh, right. I got right. you. Right. Uh, so he yeah, them with money. Oh, terrorists. <laughs> uh, but mercenary? Yeah. Sure. Terrorists, no. <laughs> no, his answer is no, no, no. It's always no. Scott will not fight the terrorists until AJ goes off to find Sakura. And now he's going to go f save his friend AJ. That It's a personal thing. It's not about attacking and killing Sakura. It's about getting AJ back. You know, when you have a, like a, a story, you want to build a world and expand it. This movie seems like it's it's the opposite. It's like there's six people in Los Angeles. <laughs> Three of them are mercenaries that work for his brother. They're always at the same hotel for some reason in the lobby having dinner and drinks. Yeah. Well, no, not here. Now they're in a hotel room. Um, I This is actually Chuck's apartment. We're in Chuck's apartment right now. Oh, all right. Now, Justine will show up and I want you to help me here because I've seen this film more than three times and I'm not sure if Justine is jealous or not. She like doesn't see her and go, then she goes, shows like, who's this with her Uzi? Let me turn it on. Help me. Sure. Help me if she's. I'm sorry, I was I, I need your help. Uh, Have you seen AJ? No, why? Oh, look. Uh, awkward. Who is she? Never mind. I have something to tell you I don't think you'll like. Is she just jealous no, or is waiting. she pissed off? She just pissed off. I can't off find AJ. Out. He's supposed to meet me in the. I think he's left to find Sakura. What? Damn it, don't <laughs> I haven't had time. I am uh, not to blame. I think I so am bad. And I'm, I'm not. I am and I'm not. I inadvertently fueled a fire, but I didn't. What? Why and wherefores don't matter. You wanted a man for this mission, and now you've got one. What a I wanted you because you could what succeed. Norris Malparism. Please. Yeah. Help me find him. Uh, you check under the couch? <laughs> well, that's the stupid thing, Mike. She will now go downstairs, check it out, and bump into AJ. She goes all the way to Chuck's apartment to say you got to find AJ. <laughs> He's in the lobby. She's in the lobby. You'll see. But was Ugh. she jealous? Was she jealous? She didn't like that the woman was there. Yeah, some movies they build a world and it expands. Other movies just contrast. Now look, yeah. see, there's AJ. Goodness, AJ. I thought you left. Oh. Process. But this is Scott James Box. Martial Arts Expo. Don't. Don't. Why not? No, it feels good having a cause. Oh, how well I know that it makes you feel terrible.
Martial Arts Expo. I think Expo means expose. What does Expo mean? Exposition. Ex Exposition. Uh, like it, it, ex exhibit ex yeah. exhibit po yeah i get it i get it exploratorium biltmore you're right mike it's the biltmore 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 why why does she he have a dart why who oh dart. no oh, dart. boom acting you, you sure that was a blow dart it wasn't like a vampire that bit her <laughs> I mean, both so are pretty much. McCarn is there. How is McCarn there? Uh, these fucking blow darts epidemic in Los Angeles. So many what? victims. That really blows. Oh, that's in New York. Only in New York. No, I think we're at the Biltmore in Los Angeles. Where, look, everyone knows blow darts are blowing up in Los Angeles. It's sure. what did you call it? The epidemic? Uh huh. Oh, yeah. It's really bad. Lodar fever. Kids, kids today. Um, I was with Warren, who's my uh, stepfather. He's like um, uh, 91 or something. And um, I just realized, like, you, I was telling him about something about kids today, what they do. If you tell an old person, yeah, kids today, you know, they'll believe you. Give them the way to check. <laughs> yeah, what they do nowadays, they, they dip their hand in gasoline, they burn it. They call it the torch. Ah, oh, the torch challenge. Oh, you telling me ninjas are in Los Angeles? Yeah. That's what the kids are into. Look at this director. Why don't you move the camera? <laughs> Get it off the floor. Now, Look normally I know all about the director, but the thing is the director in this one, he was he's really more of like a movie executive kind of person. Um, where is he? Here he is. Eric Carson with a K, known for Lionheart 1990, Angel Town 1990. He was the CEO of American Media Group, a former executive VP in charge of production for Imperial Entertainment. Wow. Um, this is his debut directing uh, theatrically. Oh, well, you know, it's not a bad job. The writer's much more interesting. The writer is a woman, and it's very rare for women to write action films. Uh, her name is Lee Chapman, and you might have seen her as the secretary in The Man from Uncle TV show. The TV show? I don't think I've ever seen The Man from Uncle, the TV oh, show. Oh, you but... should check it out or like on YouTube, right. a few clips just to see it. Yeah. Uh, another one to check out, it's just like The Man from Uncle, but it's with aliens. It was called UFO. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, I think I saw UFO, I think. The guy who did Thundercats produced it, Jerry right. Anderson. Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds, right. I said Thundercats, huh? That would make sense because there was lots of models of the ships. That would make a lot of sense if he did UFO. He, when he did live action, there was a lot of puppetry still involved. There was huh? one show he did where this guy comes back to Earth as a puppet and, and solves God's problems or something like that. Okay. Like, this guy... Now oversees look, the world yeah i can't see shit you can't because it's dark yeah okay oh, killing the wall to come in and attack chuck norris oh no wonder i didn't see anything there were ninjas <laughs> right exactly uh this writer she wrote dirty mary crazy larry in seven great great she was it was her idea to have them die and then to have the credits roll over it 
Um, listen, the story was written by her, but also by a guy named Paul Aaron. Not Aaron Paul, right? Right, not Aaron Paul from Breaking Paul Bad. Aaron. Not Aaron Norris. That's a different Aaron. This film made boatloads of money. They spent um, about $4 million on it, and it made like almost $19 million. So they really made oh, their nice. money, and it's 1980s dollars. This would make a good movie in 1980. Like, it's just the right amount of uh, bullshit. Right. It's... Bang! Bang! How? Uh... So it turns out that McCarn, you know, is against the terrorists. Now, oh. our ninja guy, Kayo, and there is Michael who got kicked in the nuts. Oh, oh no, a ninja! Hiya! Chop! Oh, Chuck Norris and ninjas try to kill Chuck Norris in bed. But yeah, fighting from a prone position. That's like he's not used to being down on the mat fighting. His brother is. Yeah. Hiya! Whoa! Now look, did you see how the it the window didn't smash, the entire wall smashed? What do you think that's up? I think it's like I think it means a movie set. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Ninja removal. Now look, they kick the ass and kill a ninja. Then this guy come, comes to the door and goes, it's too much noise. Look, she's shooting an Uzi. <laughs> oh, he's right? complaining about the noise? Right, right. <laughs> and then he claims, oh, we're newlyweds. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, you guys are fighting and getting it on. I get you. Now look, Doggo just gets shot. That's a big yeah. deal. That guy is a top dog, money maker. Okay, Sick here's Chuck Norris. Wait about the noise. What's going on? I'm sorry about the noise. Uh, really weird, and I guess we got a little carried away. All right, let's keep it down to a roar, huh? Okay, you bet. <laughs> okay, all right. Now that was good acting. That was good acting. It's oh yeah, a guy's like oh I heard Anuzi and ninjas. Oh, you know it's our honeymoon. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, right. all right. That's not nice. I think that's against Geneva Convention. Yeah. Well, he goes, what the fuck are you doing? That was against Geneva Convention. Oh, they really are talking about the Geneva Conventions? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, the Geneva Convention would cover stuff like that. Like, if people are parachuting out of a plane, you are not allowed to shoot them. Why not? I know. Why not? I don't get it. The Geneva well, you know Convention the... made all these crazy rules and banned lots of stuff. And, There's you no know, fighting in the war room, yeah, it's blah, blah, Fair blah. fighting, fair fighting. You can't shoot a guy in the parachute. He's helpless. He's helpless. Yeah, but what, I'm going to wait for him to get on the ground and kill right. me? That's right. When he gets on the ground, then you may shoot him. So many rules. Okay, now. He's going after AJ because these guys are making a purse. Oh, there's Sakuro in his yeah. office. The worst camp counselor ever. Worst camp counselor. Announcements. Welcome to camp. He's coming. He's coming. Can you hear him? Look at that. He's coming. Red Square. Yeah. I shot that in Moscow. I hear him in Moscow. He's approaching. Bum, 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 bum. Look at her feet, bound. Isn't that cruel? I wasn't looking. 
Of course, I was okay. looking at her feet. They think it's really nice for Japanese ladies to have small feet, like it's attractive in their culture. So what used to happen, not today, I don't know, they would bind their feet when they're little kids and restrict yeah. them from growing. Isn't that terrible? Terrible. New York. No, I mean LA. Yeah, this is LA. This is LA. This is LA? Well, is that the Capitol building? Yeah, that's Capitol Records right there. Yeah. <laughs> look at oh, that. Look at the bus. Holy shit, it's AJ, because this world is small. I know, yeah. right? It keeps keeps contrasting. Where are they, Mike? Are I they don't know. I, I'm trying to look at the the metro. I can't figure it out. That number is in English. It looks like New York, right? Gritty blocks. Yes, it does. But, okay, what is this? Oh, Central that must Park? be Central no. Park. It, I, it, I don't remember. It's Maybe something it off is. about it. Off Central Park. Maybe this is Mexico City. Seriously. What he's trying to do is get information. They want to find out where is Sakura's headquarters. Where's the octagon? Hi, see, homie, I'm looking for the octagon. Oh, yeah, yeah, he just missed it. Hey, senor. Okay, okay, so under locations, I have all these Los Angeles locations, and then one line that says Mexico. So we might be in Mexico City right now. You know, that's not – you might be right. It is a bustling metropolis. It does not look like Los Angeles. Right. It doesn't really look like New York. Now, I've been to Mexico City twice for work, 20 million people. I got to tell you, that place is packed. It really is literally packed. Yeah. Oh, I would love to go to Mexico City. Uh, mm. along, along various other places. Now, look at this vehicle. This is the Nissan Minima. Wow. Ew, how ugly is that car? <laughs> you know, they used to have tail fins. This one looks like it's sagging. Ding, ding. Uno rumiosio, por favor. One cell, por favor. <laughs> one prison cell, por favor, with bars. Oh, yeah, there's one right over there. <laughs> okay, now, oh, see, look, the bars. See, isn't that yeah. funny? Okay. Bids. Now, she's like, tomorrow we're going into the octagon. We could probably get killed. Why isn't this guy all over me, humping me? Chuck right. Norris is too much of a gentleman. But they will eventually do it. He's got his shirt off. Settles. I've deliberately set my hog on fire. Your hog? You yeah. a hog, huh? I didn't have a hog. I had the hog. The he won all sorts of prizes. <laughs> Oh, motorcycle, Carl. No. She grew up like Ecuador or something like that, but her voice sounds American to me. She's actually talking about a hog and not like euphemism for penis or a motorcycle. She's not talking. She's talking about a pig. I always think talks about hogs and pigs. I think it's such a bore. <laughs> Carl always hamming it up. <laughs> you know, ha, very nice, Michael. You know what joke I tried to make work and it has never worked? You taught me the joke. I was like, I'll do that at the open mic. It's um, it's um, dromedary toe. <laughs> Nobody knows what a dromedary is. Right. What was the joke? Let our audience know. Well, like, I don't find camel toe sexy. I, I, it's just a lot of people do. I'm not into that. I mean, now, now dromedary toe. Now that gets okay. me hot. 
Why did I tell you that joke and I don't know what a dromedary is? You know what a dromedary is. It was your joke. It's so crazy. I don't know what it is, though. It's a ha Okay, a camel has uh, two humps. Yeah. And a dromedary only has one hump. It's a camel. Oh, okay. Look, okay, maybe you didn't tell me this joke. Look. I said the word dromedary? Whoa! Whoa! Wait, they cut to a different person? I know. I think Harry Cole is left I don't I don't want to see him shirtless. Right. Oh sure, yeah. Great. Ew. You could taste the soup on that mustache. Now I'm really mad at the director because the director had a woman take off her top, and then I'm like, boing! And they uh -huh. you know, I'm focusing on her boobs, and then they show me man boobs while I'm still boing. That's not right. You're a little confused right now. Yeah, I'm, and I'm not. I'm getting bi curious. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, about the biagon. Uh, the the biagon. I just want to see it. I'm just curious. How can you have a structure with only two sides? I want to see the biagon. <laughs> You're bi curious. Now look what AJ has found. He's found the fucking octagon. He's the not first making... one there. AJ did it. He had to go through Mexico City? Yeah. AJ walking yeah. in the park. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, I'm chump. Didn't see that coming. Right. Now, of course, they just capture, like, little pussy AJ right away. By the way, it's... AJ's been in a million things. You might know him. Um, he was in – he was the guy in Porky's who was, like, the the – I think he might have been the uh, no. He was the cop in Porky's, the the older brother cop. Oh right. The wait was he the one like his brother to Porky's, the bordello owner, or no? No, I, don't... No, I remember. No, he, Angel Beast, Angel Beats, right? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, so he was, he was one cop. of Kiwi's friends' brothers. Yeah. Um, he was in. Uh, you know, he's. Okay, he's got a long list of things here. You might have heard of some of them, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers and stuff. But what I wanted to say is he's got credits here from 2018, 2019, 2021, 2022. He's still out there. Great. Now that is the Nissan Minima. <laughs> <laughs> that car under underperforms. So basically... They're getting ready to infiltrate. Let's see what it has. She, he's like, you stay here. And she's like, that doesn't feel right. Or bad, I was one of them. I was out there marching in this parade that went off course. And I don't feel right what? about excusing myself. And make up for huh? it. Not here. And no. not now. Not now. Oh, and not now. I just don't get that. Why? She is a highly trained um uh mercenary right she knows weapons she knows um martial arts moves i don't want to say what look at this you see what, what a good job uh, the director did there yeah they no, reshot the finale because it just wasn't good enough they felt um we're oh, coming really any year now let's see here finale finale here it is the movie's finale was rewritten to make the climax of the film a much bigger payoff however However, the production originally intended a movie's big finale to be a huge choreographed martial arts ballet on right. the stage of the Shrine Auditorium. 
I that would be cool. But for lack of time, finances, and resources, they didn't. Right. They yeah, did. we, we couldn't get the Shrine Auditorium after all. But why would they do that if it's about the octagon? They fight in the octagon in the end. You want to see the final battle in the octagon. You don't want to see right. that the, the Getty Museum. And do ballet or whatever. Yeah. There it is, the octagon. Wait, let me sure. Let me verify one side, two oh. sides. Hey, I gotta verify. One Three sides. Okay. You can't see oh, yeah. the whole thing, but there's one side. Okay, no. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Octagon. Now I want to make sure it's not a pentagon. I'm gonna draw a star inside the octagon just to verify. Okay. It doesn't they fit. One corner, second corner, sixth corner, seventh corner. Okay. The finale was supposed to take place between the uh, two octopuses. Octopi. Octopi. But finances, time constraints, budget. Oh, it's too murky for me right now. Oh, just now, Chuck Norris out ninja a ninja. <clears throat> now look, she's not listening. She's coming in anyway. She's all about this anyway. That's yeah. all she talks about. And she is a she's she's a good fighter too, right? Well, she's look at really that. damn. Knocked him down. <laughs> Anyone order a pizza? <laughs> do, 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 do. Boy, it's like you live in a bird sanctuary, Mike. I know, right? God. <laughs> Chuck! Now look, Chuck Norris, uh, for the finale, he would practice in his backyard for a full month. I mean, we just see it like kicks and stuff, but what he's doing really does take a lot of physical, uh, you know, you can't just <laughs> go around. It looks easy when he does it. Right. Yeah, chop! That's all he's doing. But um, when you exert yourself that. physically, you know, for like 15 minutes, guys like you and me would be like, I got chop! This guy can just keep going. No, I know this. I played the Chuck Norris Atari 2600 video game. So I, you know what I basically mean. have done his moves. Like sometimes you have to press red button and move joystick up. Or if you do like a semi-circle with your joystick and then press red button, that's My, a good thing. You're a skilled ninja. They, You know, uh, what was that? The last Starfighter movie? Plot? Yeah, that's right. I, right. He trained by a video game. Now, was he me. is in Sakura's office, where Sakura was like, he's coming. Right. Where the director showed us Sakura's man boobs. It got me all hot and bothered. That was really awkward. Why it would you, like... It a moment. Oh, no, he's going to turn into the Joker. He fell into a bat. Uh, the taglines. Taglines, ready? In a world of choices for one man, there is no choice... He must face the octagon. I like that tagline. You know, in the world of choices, you got some choices, but not this guy. His only choice is the octagon. This By the Friday. way, Chuck Norris kills 11 dudes, and he badly beats up 21 others. So 31 right. people get it from Norris. Oh, is this the octagon? This is like a square gun. No, this, we're in the square gun right now. 
Chuck Norris is Scott James, who must face the ninja, the only unholy masters of terrors in the octagon. The octagon. And that's ninja plural? The plural uh, ninja is ninja? No, it's singular. Uh, yeah, ninja is plural and singular, right. Okay. Um, like, I have three more taglines. You let yep. me know when you're ready because I'm ready. Well, how'd you get a gun like that? I don't know. It must have been lying around. There must have oh, been a baby stroller with a gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a baby stroller and there was an Uzi inside. <laughs> you see the director made them coming out, getting dressed, zipping up their flies, putting on their shirts. So yeah, right. basically what's happening now is they're going to sort of get all of the fighter people who have been used and abused and oppressed to like have a rebellion. Chop! Hassan, kick! Hassan, kick. Why are you so brave to fight him? Well, the script says 11 people die. I'm 12. I'm 12. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, he's counting. He's counting the body count. Uh, 11, I'm in the clear. clear. Okay, he's in. They've got him because they just overwhelmed him with numbers, and he's in a cage in the octagon. And there's AJ, all beat up. AJ! Chuck! The octagon's the size of a football field. This is my fight! I chose it! Uh, uh, AJ! AJ. So what he's saying is, what the fuck are you doing here coming to save me? You've got balls, buddy. I wanted to be top dog for a change. This is my show. You have to come crash my party? He's genuinely pissed. AJ thinks this is a movie. AJ in the octagon. That's right. He thinks it's AJ in the octagon. Now look, it's they not let AJ. him out into the octagon. Is there like a, a Kraken going to show up? A Kraken. That would be perfect. If this was a James Bond film, yes, they would right. have a Kraken. You expect me to believe all this? No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die from this Kraken. <laughs> I expect you to die. Are you cracking a joke? No, it's <laughs> my real cracking. Cracking humor. Cracking jokes. There's this animated movie about a teenage cracking. It looks really good. Ruby wow. Gillian, I think it's called. It actually looks cute. Interesting. I went to see Spider Man, and before Spider Man, there was eight trailers for kids' movies. Uh-huh. It was the and I was like, why? Yeah, it's like, why am I watching Spider-Man, man? It's for kids. <laughs> Thanks for drilling that point home. Thank you, Troll. for drilling multiverse? that point. Multiverse? Multiverse. Yeah, he goes across the, the Spider-Verse. The Spider-Verse. Oh, my God. Well, you know, uh, if I may, during this Chuck Norris movie, Spider-Verse is based on a series called The Spider-Verse. It was a thing. And all those characters are in there. It's good. It's a really great movie. It is? Don't, you recommend I see it? Don't see. I recommend you don't see John Wick and go see Spider Verse. I gotta write it down to see John Wick because I will not remember to do that on my own. No, I'm go first myself, John. Have you seen the first Spider, the first Spider Verse, the first cartoon? No. no. Go see it. I've seen none of them. All right. Go go see it. You'll like it. <sighs> uh, Spider. 
It's another two hour movie. It's another two and a half hour movie. Physics, there's a real thing, the multiverse, and it it's a real thing that comes from it's theoretical. And it was very, very cool to know about the multiverse. But in today's world, everyone knows about the multiverse as a silly fake Hollywood place. It's annoying. Yeah. Look at AJ Go, man. He's breaking free. That should be AJ's movie, not Chuck's movie. Agree. Agree. He's pretty badass. He is. And nobody takes a punch like AJ except for uh, Chuck's brother. Now, in Porky's, he, the, the, the brother tell the cop brother tells the brother like, "Hey, Porky's is having a party tonight, right?" Like, yeah. he, like he gives him. Now, oh, what's going to happen to AJ? Oh, they're going to kill him finally. That's right. Now, I think that doesn't make sense for our film. The climax of the film is him killing Sakura. Why? Oh, he shouldn't he be able to save AJ. The he thing kills is, his own okay, brother? It, yes, because in the plot, the Sakura kills AJ, and that's the final thing he needed to... Okay, this is, oh shit, I'm kicked in the balls guy. This is... Uh, right, oh, but he's wearing a mask. Richard Norton. You can't yeah. tell it's Richard Norton because he's wearing a mask over his balls this time. Right, it's it's Kayo. Um Chuck Norris and Richard Norton would appear together two later, two years later in 1982's Forced Vengeance. Norton yeah. and Chuck's brother, Aaron, also did stunts for the film. So they, they, they have a long history of knowing each other, and it all stems from martial arts. You ever see Unforced Vengeance? No. This happened. <laughs> Don't force vengeance. Don't force vengeance. Hiya! Chop, chop! Uh. Yeah, look at Chuck. He's got the tools. Damn it, your trident's blocking all my sword moves. <laughs> the Octodent. <laughs> the Octodent. It's, it's Occidental insurance. The music is all, is all Occidental. It's just Occidental music. Oof! Ha! Chuck! Huh. Now, Down he is giving Chuck... A run for his money here, right? I mean, this guy is worthy of fighting Chuck. Yeah, no, this is a good fight scene, man. Seriously. This is it's what just... Nor Norris spent a full month training for. He would go home to his backyard when he was all done training and do it again with no opponent. Just do his side. You know, he's a he's a better who do you think is a better actor, Chuck uh Chuck Norris or Steven Seagal? Steven Seagal. Really? Yeah. I would, I would give it up to Chuck. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, they're both bad, but All right. Well, let's let's do a bracket. Who else can we uh put against Chuck? It's got to uh, be who I always thought was horrible and wooden was that um uh who was uh, dances with wolves and um Oh, Kevin uh Kevin Costner. Yeah, I've always felt him to be extremely wooden. Yeah, absolutely. My favorite um, is that movie where he's drafting people in the football. He's like, right. yeah. <laughs> they have um, a whole day of it. What's that film called? Draft Day. It was a whole day of it. Um, what was the one with, uh, in 12 Monkeys, she played the psychiatrist? Oh, yeah. Now, I think, think she's, she's a very good actress, but she doesn't make facial expressions. 
I'm trying to remember it. It's been a while since I've seen that film. Watch your back, Chuck. Watch your back. Now, look, AJ breaks free. Right. Chuck gets, both of them get hit. Which is not shown in the, like, with, right, with in the throwing UK stars. Version. Yeah. Uh, uh, of home video in the theaters it was. Now, watch what happens to this guy. He, okay. he kicks him into it. Holy shit. Is that that cool? is a stunt. Yeah. Now, yeah. he's still ready to fight. Look, AJ's dead. And that's oh, no. it. That's the straw that breaks the camel's back. Look, he still wants to fight. One more. I tell you, I respect stunt people. When they do the arson stunts, it's crazy. Yeah, that is. I know that he's protected. It doesn't matter. He must it doesn't be matter. feeling torture. You, seen, you remember the scene in, in Deadpool where there's a fight scene and he turns to the camera and he says, that guy is really on fire. And there's a guy running around and he has like prop stuff to keep him safe. Like it's very obvious he has like a towel around his neck. Uh -huh, and he's running uh -huh. around really on fire. And the, he looks into the camera and says, he's really got, on fire. I've got to re-see <laughs> that movie. Deadpool. Yeah. Gosh, it I might... have, look, it's, you keep me busy with the films for this podcast. Right. And I'm watching and ones I, outside of then, it. I'm not even recommending like quality movies. I'm not saying you should see Fellini's nine and a half, eight and a half. I'm saying damn it. like, God damn it, <laughs> damn it, eight and a half, right now. Dolce Vita. God, shut damn. up! Stop bringing up movie title. Octagon. Caging Doctor Octagon. Right now they're on the Fourthagon wall. <laughs> <laughs> There's no banners. There's no like Miller Light signs on the Octagon. Miller Light, right. Um, now, right now, he is fighting Sakura while a sort of rebellion is going on. They're putting out fires. You get to say something before you shoot. Oh, no, I guess he's not going to shoot him. Mercenaries. Right Low rent. Let's do it. Oh, good. Basically, she lured them by insulting he's... them. He's, so he's really fighting in this octagon. This is cool. Well, they just exited it, just as you oh. said that. They were in there. They're going to be fighting like, yeah, they'll be up on a ridge, and it'll be dramatic, and the final blow will, you know. I still feel like I would be <laughs> satisfied if the final battles remained in the octagon. Me too. Me too. It's the movie's title. Yeah. It's not called the roof upstairs above the octagon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how they were going to get to that theater. They were going to leave the octagon and go to the Shrine Auditorium. I don't know how they would have pulled that off. That's, it would have been a fun fun scene had they shot it. Yeah. Look at this. He's fucking him up. He's fucking him up. Sorry. Uh-oh. Cheap shot. No! No! Shot to the up. heart, and you're <laughs> too late. You're to blame, right? Yeah. You said too late. Shot through the heart, and it's too late. I think yeah. I guess that's probably another verse, like another right. go round. It's not a verse. Bad day. I'm not a fan of Bon Jovi. I don't care that I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. I don't care. I'm not a Frank Sinatra fan either. I don't care. He's from New Jersey. I don't okay. Care. Who else? Come on, boss. Uh, Springsteen. 
Springsteen, I don't like him. I don't care he's from New Jersey. Wow. What about RCV Moore? <laughs> he's from New Jersey. Yes, he is. Nobody knows that name. <laughs> RCV Moore. <laughs> he is our Stevie Moore. On the cover of the Rolling Stone. He does a good cover of that. One time I went into Crazy Rhythms and I said, do you have that heavy metal rap album? She's she's uh, she's on it by the Beastly Boys. And he uh -huh. goes, no, but I have the uh, heavy metal rap song by the Beastie Boys. Go, okay, whatever. <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> I thought you were going that Run DMC Walk This Way when you started. Oh, yeah. Now look, look at this. Now this explosion is not too big. I'm always complaining that the explosions right. are way too big for reality. That's a, a truck full of gasoline. She is destroying the octagon. They all are. Now that was too much explosion for a little thing of dynamite. No, but this director is showing restraint. We only see one shot of the explosion, not three different shots. You know what's funny, Mike? They did that. They weren't going to do that. But to dismantle the octagon, I'm not kidding. They were going to have to demolition it. So they said, hey, why don't we just do it in the film? Seriously. That's great. Let's put the money on the screen. You got to clean up anyway. Might as well make right, right. footage. They came. They built the octagon. They shot the film. And then they were going to dismantle it. And they had to do it by destruction. By Okay. Let's hear what he says. You and my brother. Brother against brother. Yeah, brother against brother. Dad always wanted you to murder more. <laughs> Dad always murdered me more. Flip. <laughs> Where Wait, so they're not go? in the octagon. They're beyond it. Curse your ninja powers. Right. He was just here. Officer, officer, a ninja tried to attack me. Uh, where's the ninja, sir? He was just here. <laughs> he was just here. Damn it. <laughs> How come you're never around when the ninja is around? No, no, that's not me. I'm not the ninja. Yeah. He just no, disappears. A... Got him. Give me a hug, brother. <laughs> and there he is. That's the Oh, final no, this is it? The final one? Yep. Yeah. <sighs> oh, finally. Oh. Look at that. Look at that watch. Beautiful. Classic. What? It's over? No. AJ, Archangel. Carl, I, this movie can't be over. <laughs> yeah. How did it end? It's ridiculous. <laughs> More movie, please. I show you right. The city. Carl, what'd you think of this movie? Uh, it was bad. It was a bad movie, and uh, it was bad. It was. Bad. I have to say, the fighting was pretty good. I like yeah, the of course. The spectacle of martial arts is always great, but everything wrapped around it was. Rap. Yeah. Oh, here's Scott's dreams. Remember that's the dream Scott had? Yep. Here's the people in it. Look yeah. Then. I, I, if I had to watch a Chuck Norris movie, I would probably rewatch this one. 
over Silver's yep. other one. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's not a bad Chuck Norris movie. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we tried to. Uh, Carl, thank you so much for researching and getting all the shit together for us. Made it a really fun show. This was good. Uh, and, oh, man, I am so Chuck Norris out. Yeah, really. We're, we're going to be back. We do this every week. Yeah. We're on the YouTube. We're on the podcast. We're on mutinyradio.fm. So tune in to gotcha. Mutiny Radio this coming Sunday, next week. Make sure you subscribe. Our podcast drops every Sunday night, and we're on the the YouTube next couple of days afterwards. What's Carl, the acronym? Anything... What's that? What's the acronym? L W A F L M O Y T. And of course, Y T stands for YouTube. Two words. Which is dumb. Which is dumb. I don't know. I think it has sounds better than saying hey, It's L W A L W A F L M O Y. Unless we started from the beginning saying that, and it would sound very natural to the ear. Too late. Too late. After seven years, we're sticking YT. with it. Well, we're going to be back next week, so check us out, and we'll see you then. Let's watch Bye. a full-length movie on YouTube with more. friend i wrote this song uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and the way champagne tickles my nose and i love to paint outdoors listen you should follow me on twitter it's jokes to carl the french duh not the oh, oh, duh. let's watch a full length movie on youtube with more
driveway turned off the engine and sat reluctant to move except for the porch light and a light upstairs the house at the end of the drive was dark I was glad no one had waited up for me the house belonged to Rob and Jenna a couple I knew only slightly my old friend Beth had talked me into coming down here for the weekend promising a great time at the beach a few days ago, I had broken up with my lover of two years, and though I was glad of the decision, the loss of Everett made me want to retreat into myself. For a moment, I was tempted to turn around and head home. They would never know I'd been here. I could call tomorrow with some excuse. However, I never did such things, so I got my bag out of the trunk and walked up to the house. The key was under a flower pot, as Jenna had said it would be, along with the note from Beth telling me my bedroom was the first at the top of the stairs. She'd added at the bottom, glad you made it. It'll be a good weekend. I smiled at the reassuring words. I opened the door and walked quietly across the dimly lit living room, past Beth and her lover Kevin who were asleep on a fold-out couch. Their sleeping faces sent a pang through me. It was hard to look at lovers. My bedroom was warm and close from the heat of the day. From across the hall came the faint thumping bass of a rock song. Someone was awake, but I didn't feel like investigating. I changed into pajamas and opened the window wide. Below me was the backyard. A high fence sheltered a small patio, a strip of lawn, and a swimming pool. I stared at an odd black lump at the side of the pool and decided it was an inner tube. I hadn't seen an inner tube in 10 years, I thought. There was a tap at the door and it swung open. Is the radio too loud? I looked up at a slightly built, barefoot young man wearing a t-shirt and jeans. I guessed he was around 18. No, it's okay, I said. We introduced ourselves. He was Chris, Jenna's cousin. He'd been spending the summer with Rob and Jenna while working at the Marine Center. He wanted to be an oceanographer. This fall, he was starting college in California. Ever been out there? He asked. I shook my head. The coast is incredible. Want to see some pictures I took last year? Sure.
Chris's curly hair was deep brown, almost black, and his skin a light golden brown. His fingers brushed mine as he handed me the pictures. For a moment, I was aware of my breast under the thin pajamas. feelings in men his age were in separate corners of my mind. We talked about California and animals, and then about college. He was surprised to hear that I was an instructor at the university, and he asked about the classes I taught and what I thought of my students. At two o'clock, he said goodnight, and I walked back to my room and smiled. What a nice meeting, I thought. The next morning, the whole household packed into Jenna's car and drove off to the beach. We trudged over sand dunes with bags of food, cooler, blankets, and towels, and came upon a perfect beach scene. Bright umbrellas, motionless sunbathers glistening with sweat and lotions, radios blaring against the sound of the green water napping at the shore. We unfurled towels shirts and shoes, I plumped down on a blanket with my detective novel. A few feet away, Chris was climbing out of his jeans. His legs were tapered like a colt's. His chest was broad. A few dark hairs curled up his belly from the waistband of his suit. I looked down quickly at my book. Aren't you coming in? Chris asked. I don't like swimming in the ocean, I said apologetically. I'm always wondering what's down in the water that I can't see. He hesitated. Well, I guess I'll go in without you then. He ran down to the water with long, easy strides. He ran through the waves, and as a curl of water surged to meet him, he dived under it. I watched the water looking for him. At last, he bobbed up between waves and began to swim in smooth strokes. I turned back to my book. The detective couldn't decide what time the murder had taken place.
was floating on his back, just beyond where the waves were breaking. The ocean slowly rocking him. The heat made me feel listless. I lay back and closed my eyes, half listening to the sound of the waves and a barking dog. A panting sound came closer and closer. spread of blankets grabbed a towel and began rubbing his face. His chest was heaving, dripping. His dark brown nipples taut and wet. I could see the bulge of his penis under his wetsuit. A hot flush spread across my chest. Water's nice and warm, he gasped. You should try it. No thanks, I said.
down on his towel, his smooth brown back moving slightly as his breathing calmed. Drops of water, iridescent in the sun, hung on his curls. I wanted to scatter them with my hand. Instead, I jerked myself upright. I'm going for a walk, I said. See you later. I walked off down the beach, my blood pounding. The year I had first lived with a man, this Chris was probably learning to ride a tricycle. I had never been excited by a man this young, and I couldn't imagine him being excited by me. When I was his age, I had never desired anyone older. I decided that neither Chris nor anyone else would learn of my attraction.
But all afternoon, my body told me of his presence. He sat next to me on the trip home. The shoulder that touched his, the arm and thigh and knee that were next to him knew his every move. At dinner, I watched his full lips as he talked, and my own parted expectantly. As I rose to go to bed, I felt a wetness between my legs. Chris caught up with me on my way up the stairs, Want to go for a drive or something? He's... He looks so friendly and open, so young. 
I felt so deceitful and messy with my hidden thoughts and sticky crotch. I couldn't believe he was offering what my body wanted. I don't think so, Chris, I said. I'm pretty tired. Guess it is kind of late, he said. See you tomorrow. Good night. the door to my room and felt like crying. I got into bed with my detective novel. I didn't want to think about Chris or anything else. I kept squirming under the sheet, my body warm and restless. I read, wishing the story would speed up. I kept squirming under the sheet, my body warm and restless. Wishing the story would speed up. The detective still hadn't figured out when the damn murder had taken place. I kept squirming under the sheet, my body warm and restless. Finally, I sighed, turned out the light, and began stroking a familiar path between my thighs. I let my fingers drift upward across my stomach and up my chest. My fingertips teased my nipples, caressing them to stiffness. I opened my eyes to see the light from his room and framing my door. Then I shut them and let my hand begin to comb through a tangle of pubic hair. My mind roamed swiftly through a catalog of fantasies, selecting the ravishment. The fingers became a probing tongue, hot breath surrounding it, sending a fire through my thicket of hair. A hand reached from behind me to play endlessly with my breasts. Another greedy tongue stroked and sucked and pushed my own. The image of Chris's face intruded. 
his lashes blackly wet as he bent over a towel. A penis rubbed against my ass, throbbing at the feel of my skin.
and so young. I felt so deceitful and messy with my hidden thoughts and sticky crotch. Detail of our physical description, our vulnerability, and the often confessional quality of our speech in this Yo, new man, territory. Yo, man, we gonna go to the amphitheater and rock them, man, you know right, what I'm right. saying? 
Ain't nothing to it but to do it. You know it, man. You know, because we going to rock them, man, because we got the fresh stuff. You know, you know it. You know that. You know Here's a little story that must be told. About two crew brothers that were put on hold. They tried to hold us back for fortune and fame. They destroyed the crew and they killed the name. They, they tried, tried to step, step on, on the ego and walk on the pride. But true blue brothers stand side by side through. Thick and thin from beginning to end. This battle we lost. But the war will win. Cause double, double trouble is in the house. I'm cake and rock and rock. See, we'll turn it out. Well, I'm cake and rock well cause I raise a lot of hell. I love to make love to the jolly females. Yeah, yeah. And down with the crew for the well, I'm literally rotten to see and yeah, I aim uh, to please. I yeah. want my name to go down in history. I want to be greater than George Washington because yeah. I can rock any party from sun to sun. And together, forever, we're, we're number one. one. Double, double trouble is in, in the house. Don't you know double trouble's gonna turn it out, y'all? Double trouble, double trouble, double double trouble, trouble, double trouble, double trouble, double double trouble, trouble. Yeah, this is the big bopper speaking. Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down and a wiggle in the walk and a giggle in the talk. Make the world go round. There ain't nothing in the world like a big-eyed girl to make me act so funny, make me spend my money, make me feel real loose like a long-necked goose like a girl. Oh, baby, that's the one I like. What's that, baby? But, but... Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down, a wiggle in the walk and a giggle in the talk. Lord, make the world go round, round, round. There ain't nothing in the world like a big-eyed girl to make me act so funny, make me spend my money, make me feel real loose like a long-necked goose or like a girl. Oh, baby, that's what I like. What's that, honey? Pick you up at eight. Don't be late. But baby, I ain't got no money, honey. <laughs> oh, all right, honey, you know what I like. Chantilly lace and a pretty face, ponytail hanging down, a wiggle in the walk and a giggle in the talk. Lord, made the world go round. There ain't nothing in the world like a big-eyed girl. So fun, make me spend my money, make me feel real loose, like a long neck goose, like a girl. Oh, baby, that's what I like! Right. 
He went away, and you hung around, and bothered him. Thank <laughs> you.